This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Who doesn't love a list? <laughs> it appeals to the OCDness in people, I think. I can quickly drum a um, targeted media database for pretty much any client with any topic of interest, which is really invaluable to me. Hi and welcome to Influencing Insider. I'm your host, Mike Woodcock. Now, every week we talk to journalists and find out what makes them tick, what are the stories they're interested in, what areas they like to cover and how best to reach out. Joining us today is Justin Hendry. Justin was editor at IT News. He's just coming up on a year at Innovation Oz as their news editor. He explores the intersection of technology, government policy and industry. Welcome, Justin. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. I, look, I really do appreciate you coming on. As as I said off camera um, a little bit earlier, I, I am interested to know what Innovation Oz does because I've got an idea in my mind, but I'm probably wrong. So, so glad that you can join us. Yeah. Well, we do a, an awful lot, really, in this space. We cover a lot of, I guess, different topics, um, you know, that focus on technology and innovation. I guess they're the, the, the focuses of ours. Um, so, you know, you'll see under our tagline, um, we talk about technology-based public policy and also, um, I guess, Australia, innovative Australian businesses. So those are the two things we tend to, to, to focus on as like a, at the very basic level. Um, but that doesn't, you know, there's a lot of smaller topics under there that we would, would, would cover on any, um, any one day or, or, or week. So, yeah, we, we write about things anywhere from like, um, you know, cybersecurity, data, digital, AI, quantum, you know, those very traditional um, technology focused spheres. Um, a lot of our reporting might be about sort of the regulatory side of things. But like I said before, we also try and focus on um, those really interesting Australian companies that are doing something different and they have something to, uh, to offer, uh, especially, I guess, from an expo export potential. Um, so a lot of our reporting will sort of center around that, but we also do a lot in the sort of advanced manufacturing space. Um, a lot of our reporting recently has had a focus on the $15 billion National Reconstruction Fund, which the government has set up. So, you know, we're looking at all of the areas that, that they're looking to sort of hand out in terms of grant money. Um, so, yeah, that's been another big focus, you know, again, things like quantum, critical minerals, hydrogen, all of those areas. Um, and defense is another big one for us, I guess, especially with uh, the AUKUS security pact that was signed a couple of years ago. Um, so, you know, we're, we're looking at all the, the technology related um, elements to that, which again, sort of center around cybersecurity and, and quantum. Um, so that we see as being a, a big focus for us over the coming um, years. Um, what else? Uh, I could go on, I could drone on forever, really. Um, there, there is a lot, um, you know, 
we do we do we do cover startups and the research space, uh, trade and tax, venture capital. Um, get some love from us as well on a, on occasion. So yeah, we, we cover a, a broad range of topics. Um, yeah, you do cover a range of topics, and and it 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 doesn't surprise because innovation is a very broad church. Um, one thing that's been in the spotlight, especially this week, has been artificial intelligence. Um, I'm having a conversation with Phil Sim, who writes a column on AI every day. Um, he's um, he's got one view. I've got another. Ed Husick's got yet another. Um, how important is is AI on the national landscape um, in terms of innovation and in terms of public policy? Would you say? Well, I think we've got a long way to go in terms of um, you know setting the regulatory, putting the regulatory settings in place, and and I guess that's a, a big part of why Ed Husick released that discussion paper or discussion papers yesterday um, to try and work out exactly where we're going to go in that space. Um, I think you know it is early days, you know, and and the government has perhaps moving as fast as it can in this space. You know, but like all big bureaucracies, it, it can't move that fast. So you know, there's a lot of input that it needs to get before it comes up with some of those the solutions. I know it's you know it, 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 that discussion paper raised things like you know banning high risk applications of AI. I think those are a worthy focus for the government, um, especially you know around things that have a life and life and death. Um, consequence um but also you know things like robo debt for instance which um you know the government has focused on previously and you know I, I would see some benefit to you know banning the use of ai for for decisions in that in in that in that space yeah yeah it's, it, it's an interesting discussion um and one i'd love to have with you but we do need to broaden our focus just a little bit because ai can suck a lot of air out of every conversation is Oh, yeah. in. Um, so I, I just want to turn back to to innovation odds for a moment and, and look at your audience because um, you've talked about cyber security, you've talked about essential um, essential minerals because you know let's face it things like um, uh, lithium are, are becoming a strategic resource and how that's managed is is going to be important as well. Um, yeah. intellectual property, it's talking about the brain drain. How do we keep people from from bleeding overseas? How do we retain them? All of that's in play. Um, what's the audience that Innovation Oz is speaking to? Yeah, so I guess like our topics, we also have a very broad range of readers and, and a pretty good even mix of readers actually as well. Um, so, you know, I've got a lot of government types reading our publication, um, you know, working in this space um, and also outside of the space. Uh, you know, that's at a federal and, and state level. So there's a, there's a good mix there. We also have uh, a pretty good mix of um, entrepreneurs and sort of mid-tier technology companies, uh, particularly Australian companies looking at the stuff that we're writing on a daily basis. Um, professional services, so like consultants, that kind of thing as well, looking to get, I guess, market insights about, you know, policy, but also, you know, there's, there's interesting um, technology spaces and, and where there's growth. Um, so, yeah, that's, that gives a pretty good idea of the kinds of uh, the kinds of people that read us on a daily basis. But yeah, like I said, it's a pretty it's a pretty even mix. Like I couldn't just I couldn't say one is particularly you know is is bigger than the other. Um, yeah, we have a, a we have a decent spread. Yeah. Okay, um, I did want to get to um, the topic areas that you're looking at right now, but I can see some questions already starting to come through on the chat, which is encouraging. Um, Michael Banks asked, Justin, what do you and your team look for in comments or quotes from industry experts when you're covering government announcements? Mm. 
Well, it's always good to actually say something. So, you know, it's, you know, you see a lot of quotes these days that, you know, an industry body or company welcoming a decision. I mean, I'm not so interested in you welcoming it. Um, I want you to have something to say about it. Um, it's great to welcome it, but, but also have something to say, I think is, is, a, is the big takeaway there. Um, I would also say with, you know, comments and, and that kind of thing, it's important to get them to us in a timely manner. Like we're not going to wait, like there's no point sending to us a day later or, or two days later, which you regularly get. Um, it needs to be pretty, pretty soon after a story is, is up or, it, you know, on the day of the, whatever is being announced. So, um, yeah, that's what, that's my two cents in that space. No, thank you. Um, timeliness is a, is a factor. Um, and that leads me to my next question. What sort of deadlines are you working to there? Uh, so I guess our major deadline is, is end of day, close of business, because we, we do a once daily um, newsletter send on, on, in, in the morning, like around 7, 7.30 a.m. So try and get our stories in um, by close of business the day before. So, But that doesn't mean we're not publishing throughout the day if, you know, stories break or other bits and pieces come to light. So um, yeah, we don't, we don't have like strict deadlines per se, but I would say that the one is just end of, end of, end of business really. Yeah. What makes a, uh, what makes a good pitch? If I'm pushing something out to you and, and I've got a great story idea and I think this would be perfect for innovation odds because cybersecurity is my client's bread and butter and it's in the news. How would I make that stand out? Because I imagine you've got a fairly full inbox. Yeah, pretty full inbox. I mean, I'd be delighted for you to tell me what your interesting cybersecurity idea is. Um, but yeah, in terms of pitching, um, I guess taking the top top line out and, and highlighting that um, is always is helpful. So you don't have to read through the um, the release uh, to find the nugget of you know goodness for, for the publication. Um, but yeah, like I discussed before, you know. The, the kinds of companies that we write about Australian, you know, innovators that are doing something different, you know, have potential for export, have their own IP, all of that kind of stuff. I mean, if you're, if you're pitching things to us where that is the case, then, you know, there's a, there's a large potential that we'll pick up on it. Um, and, you know, if, if it's not that, then, you know, it, it's probably one that's not going to get any love. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, what's the best email address for, for sharing our news pitches with you? Uh, well, you can send it to me. Uh, that's always helpful. Um, but we do we do have like a general um, email address that goes to everyone. So that's like editors at innovationoz.com. Um, so that reaches the entire team. Um, you know, useful for, you know, if someone's out at an event or, or for that day. So, you know, just getting across to everyone is always very helpful. But, you know, you, you can always just send it to me. Um, and, you know, all those details are on the site. So it's quite easy to, to find. Um, once I've sent that out, once I've sent that theoretical pitch idea to you, how long should I wait before I uh, jump on the phone and uh, or send you a follow up? Well, because I'm really interested to hear your idea, um, you know, you could you could just jump straight away and, and, and give me a call. But no, I think uh, with pitches, uh, always good to give us a bit of time. Like it's no point you calling us an hour after you sent it because chances are I haven't even read it yet. Um, so yeah, good to wait till the afternoon at the very least, uh, give it a couple of hours, if not the next day, if it's something that's less timely. Yeah. Do you have time to get out of the office or are you mostly desk bound? I mean, uh, have you got time to attend to openings or events or? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, love an event, love a love an opening. Uh, do like to get out. It's particularly welcome, I guess, after the last three years of being chained to the the chair or the, or the desk. So, um, yeah, no, do try and get out where I can. But you know, obviously, there's a there's a lot going on. So, and we have a you know a smallish team. So you know we have to have hands on the ground. So, but I always do my best to get to things where there's uh, you know an interest for us. Yeah. I, th I think in-person events are becoming far more important. I mean, not just because of lockdown, but there's some other things going on in the publishing world that mean that perhaps events are becoming more important. Um, what's uh, Innovation Oz got in the works right now? What's coming up over the next six, 12 months? Uh, well, I guess the biggest one for us is the, the paywall at this stage. So, uh, you know, that's coming in on the 1st of July. Uh, we've already started moving to, I guess, a, a subscription model where you have to, to like sign in to read our stories. Um, but the, the paywall itself uh, is coming in on the 1st of July. Uh, so that's that's a massive change for us, having been free for the last eight, 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 so eight, eight years since we, uh, we began doing this. So um, that's the the, the major one, but we've got a number of other interesting things uh, in, coming up, including a capability paper series. We were doing a lot of uh, talk, going around and talking to defense tech leaders about sort of dual use technology. Um, again, like I mentioned about AUKUS, we're very interested in that in that space. Um, and we've got an awards night coming up as well. So um, okay. all very interesting things on the, on the horizon. Okay, I'm looking forward to coming along to your awards night. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> just to say hi. Um, Justin, I just wanted to ask one more question. What's the story that you've worked on um, that you're particularly proud of, something that stands out for you, um, something you've got a lot of enjoyment out of? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know if I have one story in mind that it like comes to mind, but I guess the stories that I always feel most proud of are the ones that, that take the most effort and you have to, to dig out over a over a course of days, weeks, months, uh, sometimes years, but thankfully that doesn't happen very often. Um, but yeah, there's uh, long stories. I don't know. Uh, I, I wrote some interesting ones about, you know, what, what I think is interesting around greenwashing and data centers last year. Um, that's, you know, an interesting one for me. I think that's a, an area where there's, we're going to see more focus um, in the, in the in, over the coming years in terms of like what what do your commitments mean in that space and and you know even if you're committed to something if you try and circumvent it in another in another way like what's the point of having you know committing to to net zero so um you know that was a probably what stood out for me but yeah anything that that takes time to dig out is um is enjoyable yeah no i i understand when I get asked similar questions about my professional career, it's almost always the ones that took the longest to to get done that that you find the most gratifying when they are finally brought to fruition. Um, I've got one yeah. last question from the audience here. Um, Anthony Kawana asks, are you open to a call uh, to work on a pitch to develop it? Sometimes I have an idea, but working the idea together makes uh, makes it better. Yeah, I think we, we, we are. I mean, I think for what we write about um, that's always welcome to to talk through because uh, you know sometimes you don't always get the best idea of a, a company or an idea or whatever it is through a pitch so i think having that 
in-person uh, call is is very helpful for some of those things, um, especially for those of those ideas that are, I guess, like are a bit of a more of a long burn or could could feed into a feature type article. So yeah, always open to to having those those chats. No, appreciate that, um, and and uh, I'm especially gratified to hear that you there isn't a focus on Australian IP based companies and Australian innovation. Um, your innovation also it's nice to hear that you guys walk the walk as well as talk the talk so um thank you so much for outlining that yeah no worries it's, it's in the it's in the name so we, it'd be a bit um it wouldn't be great if we didn't focus on those areas hey exactly right um is there anything you'd like to leave us with today anything that you think we should know about innovation Oz? no i think i mean i, I think hopefully we've covered off it pretty well i think you know um you've got a pretty good sense of the kinds of areas of focus for us over the over the the next while in terms of you know everyday uh coverage but also some of those those key events of ours um moving forward um but yeah it's, it's a, it was great to be here and um to have a chat i really appreciate your time justin thank you so much for coming on and joining us on influencing insider no worries thanks for having me you're welcome bye now Thanks for joining us today in Influencing Insider and thanks to our audience for all their questions. We'll be back next week. Until then, bye for now.